welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. I'm Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast and Watchmen. Alrighty, Minute. and today we're talking about minute number 45 of Suicide Squad, which is going to start with Suicide Squad meeting the uh, actual soldiers of their Task Force X. Um, and then the minute's going to end with Slipknot punching a woman. He's... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's <laughs> just I wasn't expecting that uh, that description. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. Um, but that's he's not wrong. He just socks her, man. Um, what she we'll talk says, about it. I think. I think. Uh, okay, you, you. We'll save it. Okay. We'll save it. Um, just take it from the top. From the top, Deadshot and the group meet Rick Flag and his group. Right. Um, it's a lot of awkwardness. It's a lot of, uh, you know, what we perceive troops to look like and what we perceive criminals to look like. Um, it's it's a very uh, touchy subject. Uh, be- us yes, versus exactly. them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You are defining yeah. the us versus them at this point. Um, and what sucks about it is that people have to look at Diablo and go, yeah, this guy's a criminal. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, that's terrible. But the the relief in the tension is Harley Quinn, again, being Harley Quinn and doing this bit where she's seemingly talking to herself. I've been under the impression that Harley Quinn is a, or Harleen Quinzel is a su- superior intellectual. She is a very smart person. And so... Stuff like this is her, like, aware of the situation. Oh, it's awkward. Oh, they think we're crazy. I'm going to act crazy. I'm going to play into that. I'm going to play into it. And so there's nothing in me that actually goes, yeah, voice is actually telling her something. No. Because I've always been under the impression that she does what she does knowing that it's effective, Mm -hmm. you know? And so uh, whenever her whole bit about, like, that's what the voices are telling me to kill everyone in this room, it's like, uh no it's not but it is a good it is a good moment of harley quinn just being you know that's the character we wanted to see and they did it well and you can't really be mad at that you know that kind of thing i like seeing her character um but even more i i like jai courtney's captain boom oh yeah he's the best (laughs) i don't i don't understand (laughs) when this movie came out people loved hating on jai courtney for some reason, I don't even yeah. know who this guy is, and I'm I like, don't remember that they didn't like him because I of th- other movies. Oh yeah, he oh. got. I can. Yeah, I think he was uh, Bruce Willis's son in the uh, one of the Die Hard. It wasn't Justin you know, Long sequels that came out. Well, Justin Long was a computer hacker. He wasn't related <laughs> to. Him. I don't know. Yeah, that was like the movie after the oh, Justin I, Long. I don't movie. know had Jai Courtney as, you know, I, uh, McLean's mm-hmm. son or whatever. And I think that was one of them that got a lot of That's silly hate oh, for Jai no, Courtney. That was still the one. I don't know. Terminator. Long. Genesis. I yeah. think that was the big one. He was in Genesis? Which he was might have been after this. He was Kyle Reese. Ge- Genesis came out after this. Yeah. 
Yeah. But people are hating on him because of that no, movie I, too. I, I don't get it. Like the movie hadn't even come out yet and yeah. people were already like setting Jai Courtney on fire about this this movie ad. I'm like his cap like I don't know who the guy is. Mm-hmm. So no part of me when I saw Suicide Squad was going, "Oh, that's Jai Courtney." I'm just going is that mm-hmm. Captain Boomerang? It sure acts like Captain Boomerang to me. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. Like, as far as I'm concerned, he is a comic book character named Captain Boomerang, and I'm sold. He's funny. Uh, he's slapstick goofy. Um, Unpredictable. He's a he's everything. He's a drunk. His physical comedy is what's <laughs> funny. The just him like scrambling mm-hmm. out of that bag and just punching the first person that he sees is is so funny it's yeah it's, just it's perfect he is the the like what'd you say uh like just drunk and yeah. like belligerent and just bar fighting that's that's what um mm-hmm. i think that's what they wanted to show more of in in like this in this suicide squad movie was that when you saw him fight it was very much like a bar brawl mm-hmm. type character yeah um and and it's like how who doesn't like this character and why is it just because it's Jai Courtney? Why does that? Why does who this actor is? Why does that take everyone out of it? It's the know. weirdest thing. Um, I don't know. He, <laughs> I love the bit about uh, playing mahjong yeah. with his nana. He's like he's got like because he's being um, like apprehended at that moment. He's got like the high pitch in his voice. Cause he can't talk normal mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like, that's more physical comedy that just adds to like yeah. this character being yeah. somewhat interesting. Um, he does drop a good flash reference. Fantastic flash reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, red streak. He says, uh, I was playing Mahjong with my Nana and this red streak came. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, uh, is it always, is it the red streak or is it, yeah. is it just the streak? Cause I've seen red streak is what Iris Iris West calls him. I think they said that in the CW show and it was like, Ooh, okay. You're making that a thing. But it was just like one of those little side things where it's like before he was Dean, the flash, it was, you know, they had all those things, Scarlet Speedster, red streak, all this. I'm pretty sure they also went back to talking about it in kingdom come when it was like future flash and all he was, was just the, mm-hmm. the red streak going around. Um, the more subtle and casual. No, uh, injustice. I'm sorry. The oh, injustice. They actually, ta- like he's um, yeah. He stopped the blur, being the, the Flash. Bl- yeah, they called he, him the Blur though. Yeah, because he he dedicated. The blur? No, that's Smallville. That was Superman. That <sighs> I don't think Smallville. he's called the Streak and in- oh, you might yeah. be right. He called, he's the called idea, like, the Red yeah. Streak and Injustice. Um, I don't know. Whatever. It's a good. <laughs> it's it's cool. I like when they're using comic book character names that aren't their direct names Kate crusader and it works here the more subtle and casual it can be the better Mm -hmm. the the animated film the death of superman the one that just came out with uh, i think jay uh oliva directed um they have a moment where lois lane says something and and like it's very like heavy-handed that she said doomsday Mm -hmm. and perry white in daily planet goes all right she's named it start rolling out the paper it's like and i was like we really just gonna like <laughs> yeah we need that i like when lex Luthor says like and now you're doomsday it's like he didn't name it it just he was talking about yeah. it like a noun yeah and so like but then we as the audience we go okay yeah it's like yeah they did it in i mean 
that Avatar cartoon plays a really good joke on it with Sparky Boom Boom Man, the combustion guy. There's no term for like it's called like it's a firebender that has like the the mind's eye open, and they're called combustion benders. Yeah, but they didn't have that term, so they didn't know what to call him. It's like yeah, Sparky Boom Boom Man. That's it. <laughs> I got it. All right. Yeah. And then he's running away. Finally, he's like, oh, combustion man. That's what we call him. And then so on. Like the, that type of bending is now called combustion bending. I like it. I like when they can find a way to make it casual enough where they go, yeah, that's what we're calling him now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes they say the Batman, not as in like his name is Batman, one word, but like, hey, They, they do it a lot in the Flash CW, at least in like the first couple seasons, Cisco naming all the enemies, like it was a little bit, mm-hmm. but it was still campy in a sense where it was Sometimes like, it works, yeah. You just have to be, yeah. um, it's like, the trick is to not force it and find a way to like make it seem cool and like, like, like literally cool enough. Like where it's like, they just sneak it in there. Um, Man of Steel, they just go, Hey, that's what they're calling them. Superman. Uh, the aliens are what they're calling <laughs> It's like, yeah. Okay, sure. We can yeah. do that. And it's like, when they do things like that, it's like, all right, cool. Um, I think even Tony Stark is just like, Hey, I'm Iron Man. I'm gonna call myself that, and it's like, oh, well, I the can... paper says it before in that movie. They, yeah. they call him it, and he's like, well, it's not really iron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but I... twenty-two pounds of uh, I don't know why he's coming out with these numbers. Twelve pangs of shit in a ten-pound bag. Sorry for cursing. That yeah. was when we're, t- we're talking about boomerang again. The um, part that bothers me is that they cut it open. There's a zipper on the back. I don't think the zipper is supposed <laughs> yeah. to open. What? I think it's like a one-time thing. Uh, what? I don't know. Th- I, I don't know. I, zipper. Yeah, I think it was supposed to zip, but I th- I like the, the he uses a knife because you know well, you can't reuse that bag. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what? There's a zipper there, it, my man. Is it just a regular like body bag or is it like? I don't think it's a body bag. I think it's just a it's just yeah, a duffel it's bag. like a weapons duffel bag. I don't can know. Fit a person, but it, yeah, but um, I. <laughs> I noticed that it, there's a bit of a goof here when uh, he starts cutting the bag on, like, relative to where he where Rick is standing. He starts cutting on the mm-hmm. outside of the zipper. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all the way down, and then when it cuts it's back the, to it, he's yeah. cutting it from the opposite side of the zipper. So they must have filmed it. <laughs> they realized for some reason. They realized Jai, Cor- the Jai Courtney's continuity. Feet we're on the other side. So they were like, oh, maybe. oh, we need to rotate this bag yeah. so that he's facing camera when he gets yeah. up. And so they were like, Jai Courtney, just stay there. We'll pick up the bag and rotate you. And then, all right, action. And yeah. starts getting out of it. Um, that's the only explanation I could probably find for that. Just use the zipper. Just use. Yeah, I don't know why. Use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing about the the cutting, like, what if what a flag had cut into his like femoral artery, you know? And like all of a sudden you've got captain boomerang. One of, uh, Waller's assets is now like bleeding. Yeah. Out they on just the deck. like, like they cut it open and the bag just starts moving just so that you could look like a, you know, badass using a knife instead of the I, zipper. I don't get it. Does he actually, is he using like yeah. an actual combat knife to cut it open? It looks like the blade. He, I don't know. How do you not get cut? Well, he wears a knife like up on his chest. Like you can see it in the start of the minute where he keeps his knife right up mm-hmm. almost uh, 
over his heart. So it's probably the same knife. Very strange. I'm, yeah, it's one of those uh, things where it's like, well, okay, I guess you're you're that cool. Like, I'm going to open this bag with my knife. It's like, yeah, manly, yeah. cool. Um, and then speaking of manly and cool. Oh, God. <laughs> Horrible segue. <laughs> oh. Uh, we see this scumbag step out of this vehicle. He's not apprehended for some reason. He comes in. Is he just like contract killer status or something? Yeah. Neither is Katana. He's a villain. Uh, see, that's a good question. We'll come back to her. Mm-hmm. We'll raise that question when we see her. Slipknot shows up. One of the villains of this, one of the members of Suicide Squad, shows up in a SUV or some sort of car. I don't know cars. Sure. Um, and. Uh, He's got FBI agents with him. He's not handcuffed or anything. He's fully geared out. He's got all his uh, spindles and whatever they call it that you sew with. Uh, And uh, then he just punches this woman uh, after she says, have a good time, scumbag. Which I find find her comment, you know, kind of hilarious, but I don't know. Is the act of this female FBI agent getting punched supposed to be jarring? Are we supposed to be like, oh... Whoa, he just, like, it's supposed to be like, yeah, he's a, a bad guy. He mm-hmm. punched a woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just setting it up so that... We don't like him. We yeah. especially okay. don't care what happens I to him. I get it. Um, it's... Yeah. I want to laugh because it's messed up. Maybe they just, like you said, just apprehended him, and maybe, th- maybe he's still geared up because he was caught... Mid-rope. On a job. They got him. Is it yeah. is it too much that Jai Courtney just did the same thing? Um, I think this works a little. I mean, one's funny. This is supposed to be, you know, oh, mm-hmm. what a douchebag. Um, probably because it's a female agent who's, I don't know, just standing there, just gets cold cocked. I don't know. I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's a it's. I don't know how to comment on it. I really don't. Um, and he's just supposed to solidify the guy's an asshole. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, here you go. First right. first look at him. He's a jerk. And let's move on. Yeah, that's literally the comment. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does um, it does invoke an emotional response, which is what it's supposed to. So it's effective. It's just really messed up. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Slipknot as a as a design of a character this is the first time we're seeing him. Uh, he is a uh, of Native American descent. Uh, he is the best climber in the world. That is uh, that is his uh, skills. Uh, I don't know. Some I don't know exposition. what. Uh, I don't know who gives a shit about that. I don't know reading uh, people's dossiers and going, oh, this guy can climb anything buildings need to be climbed apparently so let's enlist him um i don't think we'll ever see a moment in the film where they go man it would have been really cool if we had the guy who could climb things right about now (laughs) um yeah hey it looks kind of cool maybe i don't really care about his design um i guess because they knew they were going to kill him off um is there anything that you guys find appealing about slipknot or 
I like the actor Adam Beach. He's mm-hmm. been in a lot of yeah. good stuff. But <laughs> no, aside from yeah, aside from it's that, one of those I things where it's like, on Slipknot. man, there's just nothing to care about this character for because we all knew he was gonna. Um, well, I think uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, you know? um, I guess we we always have those kind of characters. That, what was there? Um, who's the Spider-Man villain in um, Homecoming? Um, the Vulture? N- no, come on. He had the the shock glove, shocker. Oh yeah, the shocker. Um, yep. His characters like that. It's like we know that they're fodder, but they're still interesting, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Slipknot was one of those ones. Uh, looks like they had some more creepy designs for him. It looks like uh, I guess with the suit he can spin ropes from his his vest like he just he's got a rocket motor powered rope gun it's just the gun it's not like he can no his suit his suit looks like it can shoot ropes out as well does the suit just carry the ropes yeah he's like or har- like he... the suit is like a whole all of a harness it's like a sewing machine and built think, on him yeah i think the main <laughs> i think the main way to shoot the the rope is through the gun you ever see a mouse hunt yeah with Absolutely, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Uh-huh. It's like the whole string factory, but it's put on. Oh man, you know, I think John Goodman's also in that movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Christopher Walken. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a good minute. It's a, it's good to see the villains, uh, the heroes, whatever you want to call them. Um, it's a good it's a good minute of enjoying these characters, not getting the montage yeah. of let us explain the characters it's like we know who they are we get to see who they are now and like just enjoy the content that these characters are that's what's so good about this minute um it's just unfortunate it takes so long to get here but these are a really interesting group of characters i think the casting is f- phenomenal for every single one of them um mm-hmm. and it's it's moments like this where it's like we do want to see this team again in like a sequel. Um, we still have, you know, Harley Quinn survives at the end of this film, uh, Deadshot, uh, Captain Boomerang. It's like, say what you want about the film. It was a a nightmare uh, post-production-wise and, and whatnot. A sequel will do this film justice. And then they'll know yeah. what they want to do with the film by now because they would have corrected their mistakes, hopefully. Um, but yeah, th- this minutes like this prove why we want to see these characters again. I'm pretty sure I found out the reason for Slipknot's uh, role in this film. Mm-hmm. And it's and I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be a little bit more uh, driven home mm-hmm. more at when it happens. Um, for those of us who have seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. But in this Art Of book, uh, Adam Beach is quoted saying that we represent the opportunity to escape, to be free, and to abandon everything. That is literally what Slipknot is intention. Like it, it, his entire character model is supposed to be just that idea, and the fact that they yeah. x him out is well, like, they'd... hey, get that notion out of your head because that's not happening. Say that again. Yeah. So think... Slipknot represents the idea of everybody escaping, just like that idea of escape. He's a personified away. version, personified of... of escape. So escape rope. Yeah. So get that Adam on the team. Put him in the same situation that everybody else is, but cut him out quick. It diminishes that possibility of escape. So that idea of escape, this dude that is a fantastic quote unquote escape artist, 
that can swing out of any oppor- you know situation or whatever. He doesn't. So that just made it and a it, lot better. Again, right? I'm having to tell you that you've seen the movie more than I have, <sighs> and it still didn't get hit home. It's just man, come on. There, there, there is a good movie in here. We're finding it. Yeah. Well, I know that in the animated Suicide Squad mm-hmm. thing, was it after or before the Assault on Arkham? Did I it think come it came out, out before or after this movie? Right after it. came out after. Like a month okay. or two after it or okay. something like that. So I know they do the same thing with, I want to say King Shark was on their team and they use him the same way mm-hmm. as Slipknot. They just need someone to show that these bombs are a, a real threat. Is it King Shark? Oh, I feel like it's, I think it is King it's Shark. someone I else. So. Uh, I think it's someone else. I just can't think of who it is. Oh, I can't think of it. He had very tough skin. King Shark. Hmm. KGBs. No, he died. KGBs was in it. I don't know. They, I didn't see Assault on Arkham. They had yeah, KG Beast right. right in the beginning, and he, he was like, I'm out of here. I'm not part of this team. Deuces. He walks out and just dies immediately. And then there's another yeah. one, a guy who had, yeah, maybe it is King Shark. Anyways, um, yeah, it, it, I guess, I know that there is supposed to be a, su- a Suicide Squad member that does bite the dust really quick to show the that danger. Yeah. But the the metaphor that Slipknot being the escape rope mm-hmm. out of it and it's ki- good and killing it that is underappreciated yeah the word severely of the, <laughs> word of the week um Travis thank you uh, for joining us this week I know it's been kind of like an up and hit, uh, up and down uh, adventure into Suicide Squad but it's always a pleasure to have you. No, it's a good week. Yeah, no. Yeah, no problem. I mean, we got to see. um, I'm trying to think if there's any. No, we hit every major thread of this film. We got Joker in the beginning of the week with his subplot, Uh, Rick Flag and June Moon and Amanda Waller. We got that uh, thread that we had to talk about. But then we also got to talk about Incubus being just a a cool badass. And then Mm -hmm. now we're talking about Suicide Squad in the last two minutes. It's been. Yeah, it's we've pretty much covered every major part of the film, every part of the yeah, every aspect of it. Yeah, um, some of it uh, is genuine and amazing, and we want to see more of it. And some of it probably should have been cut out more so than other material in the film. But overall, it's it's a pleasure talking with you, Travis. It's always a lot of fun. Um, let people know where they can find you again. Oh, yeah, um, I love you know, coming on and talking to you guys too. So, uh, this was fun. Um, people can check me out on, uh, one of my podcasts is real comic heroes. And we just go through a huge list of movies chronologically. Uh, we're currently in the eighties. We've been on a long hiatus. Uh, so hopefully by the time this is out, we'll be back up into releasing episodes. Um, but yeah, we're in the the late eighties. We just did uh, Superman four. We've got, uh, Master of the Universe coming out soon, so stuff like that. Um, and you can find it everywhere at Real Comic Heroes, real with two E's. And then if you're a fan of the you know, DC movies getting the minute-by-minute treatment, you can find me over at Watchmen Minute, where we are examining the director's cut of Watchmen one minute at a awesome. time. 
And you can also find that everywhere by searching Watchmen Minute. Awesome stuff. Yeah, definitely check it out if you guys uh, love Watchmen. Uh, We've covered uh, two Zack Snyder films, Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice. Um, So definitely, if you've been a listener of our show and you've loved the movies that we've talked about, um, definitely check out Watchmen Minute and all the cool pop culture films that they review at uh, Real Comic Heroes. A lot of cool stuff you guys did. I think we did some trailer talks. I don't know if we ever... Did we ever do a yeah. movie? No, I need to have you guys on um, on an actual, you know, yeah, talking about a movie. So we, to... uh, it's a great time. It's a great yeah. show. Uh, like um, everything Thanks. that you got going on, your projects and stuff, it was really cool, really interesting. Um, definitely check that out. You can find us, if you've just now heard of us, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We have well over 400 episodes of content. All Every minute of Man of Steel has an episode. Every minute of Donna Justice has an episode. Um, you can catch up on old episodes of Suicide Squad that we po- put out. Um, Do Patrol Radio is another podcast Nathan and I do where we talk about um, the episodes of Doom Patrol that are out or coming out soon uh, on the DC Universe app. Um, we should have some episodes already out uh, for you to listen to. Uh, we also do Tarantino Minute, where you can listen to us talk about Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction Minute, and Jackie Brown Minute. And uh, don't forget, if you want to support the show and help us out, you, we have merch for sale at tpublic.com slash user slash media, um, Or you could just donate on our site, uh, paypal.me slash to old media and we also have a patreon where you can also help support us monthly uh, check all those things out and then we'll check you guys out next week here on suicide squad minute <laughs>